You're listening to The Big Bible Read, an initiative of The Pulse and The Word radio stations. For Bible study resources and to join a community of other Bible readers, visit bigbibleread.com. Genesis chapter 30. When Rachel saw that she could not give Jacob children, she became jealous of her sister. She said to Jacob, give me children or I'll die. Jacob became furious with Rachel and exclaimed, Am I in the place of God who has kept you from having children? She replied, Here is my servant Bilhah. Sleep with her so that she can bear children for me and I can have a family through her. So Rachel gave her servant Bilhah as a wife and Jacob slept with her. Bilhah became pregnant and gave Jacob a son. Then Rachel said, God has vindicated me. He has responded to my prayer and given me a son. That is why she named him Dan. Bilhah, Rachel's servant, became pregnant again and gave Jacob another son. Then Rachel said, I have fought a desperate struggle with my sister, but I have won. So she named him Naphtali. When Rachel saw that she had stopped having children, she gave her servant Zilpah to Jacob as a wife. Soon, Leah's servant Zilpah gave Jacob a son. Leah said, how fortunate. So she named him Gad. Then Leah's servant Zilpah gave Jacob another son. Leah said, how happy I am, for women will call me happy. So she named him Asher. At the time of the wheat harvest, Reuben went out and found some mandrake plants in a field and brought them to his mother Leah. Rachel said to Leah, give me some of your son's mandrakes. But Leah replied, wasn't it enough that you've taken away my husband? Would you take away my son's mandrakes too? All right, Rachel said, he may go to bed with you tonight in exchange for your son's mandrakes. When Jacob came in from the fields that evening, Leah went out to meet him and said, You must sleep with me because I have paid for your services with my son's mandrakes. So he went to bed with her that night. God paid attention to Leah and she became pregnant and gave Jacob a son for the fifth time. Then Leah said, God has granted me a reward because I gave my servant to my husband as a wife. So she named him Issachar. Leah became pregnant again and gave Jacob a son for the sixth time. Then Leah said, God has given me a good gift. Now my husband will honor me because I have given him six sons. So she named him Zebulun. After that, she gave birth to a daughter and named her Dinah. Then God took note of Rachel. He paid attention to her and enabled her to become pregnant. She became pregnant and gave birth to a son. Then she said, God has taken away my shame. She named him Joseph, saying, May the Lord give me yet another son. After Rachel had given birth to Joseph, Jacob said to Laban, Send me on my way so that I can go home to my own country. Let me take my wives and my children whom I have acquired by working for you. Then I'll depart because you know how hard I've worked for you. But Laban said to him, If I have found favor in your sight, please stay here, for I have learned by divination that the Lord has blessed me on account of you. He added, Just name your wages. I'll pay you whatever you want. You know how I have worked for you, Jacob replied, and how well your livestock have fared under my care. Indeed, you had little before I arrived. But now your possessions have increased many times over. The Lord has blessed you wherever I worked. But now, how long must it be before I do something for my own family too? So Laban asked, what should I give you? You don't need to give me a thing, Jacob replied. But if you agree to this one condition, I will continue to care for your flocks and protect them. Let me walk among all your flocks today and remove from them every speckled or spotted sheep and every dark colored lamb and the spotted or speckled goats. These animals will be my wages. My integrity will testify for me later on. When you come to verify that I've taken only the wages we agreed on, 
If I have in my possession any goat that is not speckled or spotted or any sheep that is not dark colored, it will be considered stolen. Agreed, said Laban. It will be as you say. So that day, Laban removed the male goats that were streaked or spotted, all the female goats that were speckled or spotted, all that had any white on them, and all the dark colored lambs, and put them in the care of his sons. Then he separated them from Jacob by a three-day journey while Jacob was taking care of the rest of Laban's flocks. But Jacob took fresh-cut branches from poplar, almond, and plane trees. He made white streaks by peeling them, making the white inner wood in the branches visible. Then he set up the peeled branches in all the watering troughs where the flocks came to drink. He set up the branches in front of the flocks when they were in heat and came to drink. When the sheep mated in front of the branches, they gave birth to young that were streaked or speckled or spotted. Jacob removed these lambs, but he made the rest of the flock face the streaked and completely dark-colored animals in Laban's flock. So he made separate flocks for himself and did not mix them with Laban's flocks. When the stronger females were in heat, Jacob would set up the branches in the troughs in front of the flock so they would mate near the branches. But if the animals were weaker, he did not set the branches there. So the weaker animals ended up belonging to Laban and the stronger animals to Jacob. In this way, Jacob became extremely prosperous. He owned large flocks, male and female servants, camels and donkeys. Chapter 31 Jacob heard that Laban's sons were complaining. Jacob has taken everything that belonged to our father. He has gotten rich at our father's expense. When Jacob saw the look on Laban's face, he could tell his attitude toward him had changed. The Lord said to Jacob, Return to the land of your fathers and to your relatives. I will be with you. So Jacob sent a message for Rachel and Leah to come to the field where his flocks were. There he said to them, I can tell that your father's attitude toward me has changed, but the God of my father has been with me. You know that I've worked for your father as hard as I could, but your father has humiliated me and changed my wages 10 times. But God has not permitted him to do me any harm. He said, the speckled animals will be your wage. Then the entire flock gave birth to speckled offspring. But if he said, the streaked animals will be your wage, then the entire flock gave birth to streaked offspring. In this way, God has snatched away your father's livestock and given them to me. Once during the breeding season, I saw in a dream that the male goats mating with the flocks were streaked, speckled, and spotted. In the dream, the angel of God said to me, Jacob, here I am, I replied. Then he said, observe that all the male goats mating with the flock are streaked, speckled, or spotted. For I have observed all that Laban has done to you. I am the God of Bethel, where you anointed the sacred stone and made a vow to me. Now leave this land immediately and return to your native land. Then Rachel and Leah replied to him, Do we still have any portion or inheritance in our father's house? Hasn't he treated us like foreigners? He has not only sold us, but completely wasted the money paid for us. Surely all the wealth that God snatched away from our father belongs to us and to our children. So now do everything God has told you. So Jacob immediately put his children and his wives on the camels. He took away all the livestock he had acquired in Padan Aram and all his movable property that he had accumulated. Then he set out toward the land of Canaan to return to his father Isaac. While Laban had gone to shear his sheep, Rachel stole the household idols that belonged to her father. Jacob also deceived Laban the Aramean by not telling him he was leaving. He left with all he owned. He quickly crossed the Euphrates River and headed for the hill country of Gilead. Three days later, Laban discovered Jacob had left. So he took his relatives with him and pursued Jacob for seven days. He caught up with him in the hill country of Gilead. But God came to Laban the Aramean in a dream at night and warned him, Be careful that you neither bless nor curse Jacob. 
Laban overtook Jacob. And when Jacob pitched his tent in the hill country of Gilead, Laban and his relatives set up camp there too. What have you done? Laban demanded of Jacob. You deceived me and carried away my daughters as if they were captives of war. Why did you run away secretly and deceive me? Why didn't you tell me so I could send you off with a celebration, complete with singing, tambourines, and harps? You didn't even allow me to kiss my daughters and my grandchildren goodbye. You have acted foolishly. I have the power to do you harm, but the God of your father told me last night, be careful that you neither bless nor curse Jacob. Now I understand that you have gone away because you longed desperately for your father's house. Yet why did you steal my gods? I left secretly because I was afraid, Jacob replied to Laban. I thought you might take your daughters away from me by force. Whoever has taken your gods will be put to death. In the presence of our relatives, identify whatever is yours and take it. Now Jacob did not know that Rachel had stolen them. So Laban entered Jacob's tent and Leah's tent and the tent of the two female servants, but he did not find the idols. Then he left Leah's tent and entered Rachel's. Now Rachel had taken the idols and put them inside her camel's saddle and sat on them. Laban searched the whole tent, but did not find them. Rachel said to her father, Don't be angry, my lord. I cannot stand up in your presence because I am having my period. So he searched thoroughly, but did not find the idols. Jacob became angry and argued with Laban. What did I do wrong? He demanded of Laban. What sin of mine prompted you to chase after me in hot pursuit? When you searched through all my goods, did you find anything that belonged to you? Set it here before my relatives and yours, and let them settle the dispute between the two of us. I have been with you for the past 20 years. Your ewes and female goats have not miscarried, nor have I eaten rams from your flocks. Animals torn by wild beasts I never brought to you. I always absorbed the loss myself. You always made me pay for every missing animal, whether it was taken by day or at night. I was consumed by scorching heat during the day and by piercing cold at night, and I went without sleep. This was my lot for 20 years in your house. I worked like a slave for you, 14 years for your two daughters, and six years for your flocks, but you changed my wages 10 times. If the God of my father, the God of Abraham, the one whom Isaac fears, had not been with me, you would certainly have sent me away empty-handed. But God saw how I was oppressed and how hard I worked, and he rebuked you last night. Laban replied to Jacob, These women are my daughters, these children are my grandchildren, and these flocks are my flocks. All that you see belongs to me, but how can I harm these daughters of mine today or the children to whom they have given birth? So now come, let's make a formal agreement, you and I, and it will be proof that we have made peace. So Jacob took a stone and set it up as a memorial pillar. Then he said to his relatives, Gather stones. So they brought stones and put them in a pile. They ate there by the pile of stones. Laban called it Jagar Sahadutha, but Jacob called it Galid. Laban said, This pile of stones is a witness of our agreement today. That is why it was called Galid. It was also called Mizpah, because he said, May the Lord watch between us when we are out of sight from one another. If you mistreat my daughters, or if you take wives besides my daughters, although no one else is with us, realize that God is witness to your actions. Here is a pile of stones in this pillar I have set up between me and you, Laban said to Jacob. This pile of stones and the pillar are reminders that I will not pass beyond this pile to come harm you and that you will not pass beyond this pile and this pillar to come harm me. May the God of Abraham and the God of Nahor, the gods of their father, judge between us. Jacob took an oath by the God whom his father Isaac feared. Then Jacob offered a sacrifice on the mountain and invited his relatives to eat the meal. They ate the meal and spent the night on the mountain. 
Early in the morning, Laban kissed his grandchildren and his daughters goodbye and blessed them. Then Laban left and returned home. Matthew chapter 10. Jesus called his 12 disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits so they could cast them out and heal every kind of disease and sickness. Now these are the names of the 12 apostles. First, Simon, called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, James, son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew, the tax collector, James, the son of Alphaeus, and Thaddeus, Simon, the zealot, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. Jesus sent out these twelve, instructing them as follows, Do not go on a road that leads to Gentile regions, and do not enter any Samaritan town. Go instead to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, preach this message. The kingdom of heaven is near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, cast out demons. Freely you received, freely give. Do not take gold, silver, or copper in your belts. No bag for the journey, or an extra tunic, or sandals, or staff. For the worker deserves his provisions. Whenever you enter a town or village, find out who is worthy there and stay with them until you leave. As you enter the house, greet those within it. And if the house is worthy, let your peace come on it. But if it is not worthy, let your peace return to you. And if anyone will not welcome you or listen to your message, shake the dust off your feet as you leave that house or that town. I tell you the truth, it will be more bearable for the region of Sodom and Gomorrah on the day of judgment than for that town. I am sending you out like sheep surrounded by wolves, So be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. Beware of people, because they will hand you over to councils and flog you in their synagogues. And you will be brought before governors and kings because of me, as a witness to them and to the Gentiles. Whenever they hand you over for trial, do not worry about how to speak or what to say, for what you should say will be given to you at that time. For it is not you speaking, but the spirit of your father speaking through you. Brother will hand over brother to death, and a father his child. Children will rise against parents and have them put to death, and you will be hated by everyone because of my name. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. Whenever they persecute you in one town, flee to another. I tell you the truth, you will not finish going through all the towns of Israel before the Son of Man comes. A disciple is not greater than his teacher, nor a slave greater than his master. It is enough for the disciple to become like his teacher and the slave like his master. If they have called the head of the house Beelzebul, how much worse will they call the members of his household? Do not be afraid of them, for nothing is hidden that will not be revealed, and nothing is secret that will not be made known. What I say to you in the dark, tell in the light. And what is whispered in your ear, proclaim from the housetops. Do not be afraid of those who kill the body and cannot kill the soul. Instead, fear the one who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Aren't two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them falls to the ground apart from your father's will. 
Even all the hairs on your head are numbered. So do not be afraid. You are more valuable than many sparrows. Whoever then acknowledges me before people, I will acknowledge before my Father in heaven. But whoever denies me before people, I will deny him also before my Father in heaven. Do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and a man's enemies will be the members of his household. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life because of me will find it. Whoever receives you receives me. And whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. Whoever receives a prophet in the name of a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. Whoever receives a righteous person in the name of a righteous person will receive a righteous person's reward. And whoever gives only a cup of cold water to one of these little ones, in the name of a disciple, I tell you the truth, he will never lose his reward. Psalm 12, for the music director, according to the Sheminith style, a psalm of David. Deliver, Lord, for the godly have disappeared, people of integrity have vanished. People lie to one another, they flatter and deceive. May the Lord cut off all flattering lips and the tongue that boasts. They say we speak persuasively, we know how to flatter and boast. Who is our master? Because of the violence done to the oppressed, because of the painful cries of the needy, I will spring into action, says the Lord. I will provide the safety they so desperately desire. The Lord's words are absolutely reliable. They are as untainted as silver purified in a furnace on the ground where it is thoroughly refined. You, Lord, will protect them. You will continually shelter each one from these evil people, for the wicked seem to be everywhere when people promote evil. The scriptures quoted are from the Net Bible, netbible.com. Copyright 1996-2019. Used with permission from Biblical Studies Press, LLC. All rights reserved.